0: everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my co-anchor, sister, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody.
1: First show of the week. Kicking Um, it off. Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Wonderful. You know, chugging along. Tired, Uh, honestly. But uh, you know, who isn't? Well, we had a big day. Yeah, we did.
0: So we celebrated my daughter Mars's high school graduation. It's not until next Friday, but we had our like family gathering today. Yeah. And the day started with torrential rain.
1: Oh. But, uh,
0: you know, the forecast was promising that it was going to get better. So we decided to go along with our barbecue plans. Our plans were to have a barbecue and a family baseball or softball game. Yeah. And luckily, by 1 o'clock, it was chilly and windy and sunny. And so... Yep. We had our party. It was nice. And then we played softball. Christy, you coached
1: my team. Yeah, I sure did. Right on to victory. That's correct. We won. Mm -hmm. I batted. I I only batted. I batted and talked shit at the bench. That was my whole job. You did. And you did a great job. Yeah. I got way into it. I started yelling at people. Yeah. I didn't like some of the fake calls that were made. You know, I had a great time. (laughs)
0: Well, our sister, Kara, coached the other team. <laughs> yeah. Also all family members. And at one point I heard her yell to someone, quit dicking around and play the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think she was way into it too. Mm-hmm. I was so excited because I thought I was going to go three for three. Cause my first two hits. Now let's be clear. I did not run for myself. I had a designated runner. Right. Because there's no freaking way. And but that's fine. So I had someone else run for me and I chose Mars's teammate, Meg, who is like one of the fastest humans I've ever seen. Uh, oh, my and gosh. she, mm-hmm. she runs like a, basically a gazelle. So she
1: does. She really does.
0: I figured no matter what I hit, we had a pretty good chance. So I hit two singles. No problemo. Third time, I like really whacked it. I made really good contact. And I was like, yes, directly into the
1: third baseman's glove. So mad. Yeah, he didn't even mm-hmm. hardly try. He just sort of held up his hand and boom, there it right. went. Right, like it caught him basically, so yeah. <clears throat> he said it was the most athletic he'd been in 15 years, so he was pretty <laughs> yeah, he pleased. <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: pretty pleased to make that he was, catch. he was pleased. It was my brother-in-law, Justin, and yep, no problems there. He just grabbed it. So anyway, we've laughed a lot today. We've been very cold, but had fun, and yeah, I think we're all just wind whipped and a little worn out.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, being that cold for that long and in the wind for that long makes me tired. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. And I had a great time. I'm a little hoarse from yelling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're really going to have to do that again sometime. We are. I got
1: way into it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I love softball. I coached and umped and played. Yeah. I was screaming my head off. It was pretty great.
0: Some of the kids played exceptionally well, too. Micah (laughs) hit two home runs. They really did. We (laughs) did. (laughs) We put Micah on. The third time he got up to bat, we were trying to win. And we had... Already had two people on base, and we knew if he hit, he'd hit another home run. So we intentionally walked him. He was yeah, so we, offended.
1: We gave him first base. He didn't like that. Yeah. Moment.
0: Hey, that's the strategy of the game. It was strategic,
1: man. Yeah. It was. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christy, I have a cold read for you today. Yes. This is an interesting case. I this is out of Australia, mm. out of Victoria. Okay. So just recently, the Victoria police have uploaded some video clips of unsolved murders there uh, asking for help. So we're going to cover one of those today. I think we'll probably cover all five of them.
1: That's uh, really cool. So they like made their own little video. They made their own videos. Here's what we know. Mm-hmm. Please help us. Wow. Yep. And we're going to air it today.
0: And I'm going to tell you a little about this case. This is yeah. the case of Samantha Mizzi. And Samantha lived in Castle, Maine, okay. and she had two kids, and she traveled to Victoria to work. Uh, she was a prostitute. She was a sex worker, and she traveled there to try and earn a little more money to try and take care of her kids and left her kids in Castlemaine with a friend, and then she never returned. No. So we're going to start by watching the YouTube clip from... The Victoria
1: Police. It tells
0: quite a bit of the story, and then I've got a little more to add to it. So if you want to hook us up there,
1: yeah, definitely. I'm going to, um, I'm going to hide us. Yeah.
2: Saint Kilda, as mother of two, Samantha Mitzi was bashed repeatedly by a crazed attacker overnight. At approximately 9.50pm on Tuesday the 29th of March 1994, Samantha Mizzy was severely beaten with an object and suffered a violent sexual assault resulting in her death shortly after. She was stripped before being left to die in the bushes and her belongings had been taken from her. The Homicide Squad are seeking help from the public in solving this case. What we do know about Miss Mizzy's movements on that night is that she was seen talking to a male on Brighton Road near the corner of Blanche Street. The pair had a short conversation before walking off together towards Blanche Street. This male had been described as between 40 to 45 years of age, approximately six foot tall, thin build with short grey hair. The male appeared to be of Caucasian appearance and was wearing a light yellowish tan coloured zip-up jacket. Sometime between 10 and 10.30pm, local residents heard a woman screaming and at approximately 11pm, a witness discovered Miss Mizzie unresponsive at the rear of Triple Three Brighton Road, St Kilda. Miss Mizzie was taken to hospital where she sadly passed away the following morning. Despite extensive and thorough investigation, the person who violently attacked and killed Miss Mizzie is yet to be brought to justice. We ask that you review the case and all the available details and for anyone that has any information about the person responsible for this brutal crime to please come forward and contact the Homicide Squad. 27 years on and it could be your information that allows us to move forward in our investigations into the sexual assault and subsequent murder of Samantha Mizzi
0: Alrighty. So okay. in a nutshell, that is her murder. So okay. I'm going to recap it just a little bit. Um, I really love that they're doing videos. Their music is very loud.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah a little bit loud.
0: So she was a sex worker. She had been a heroin addict since the time she was 16.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And that's how she got into prostitution in the first place mm-hmm. uh, to pay for her addiction. But as she got a little bit older, you know, she had had two children. So she had Tennille and Stephen. So Tennille was four and Stephen was just a little younger. And, you know, she was uh, in this town meeting up with New Johns.
1: hmm
0: And again, uh, residents in the area said that between 10 and 1030 p.m. on the 29th of March, they heard a woman scream three or four loud times. And then around 11, another prostitute found her kind of uh, in the bushes Mm
1: -hmm.
0: at the rear of a property. And the property itself had nothing to do like the people there had nothing to do with her death. They just happened to like toss her body there. So, and she was terribly injured. Uh, She was naked and had a blunt force uh, trauma to her head. And of course they did uh, call the ambulance and the police. She did, uh, she was actually rushed to the hospital and died there later with a skull fracture. Her clothing, her belongings, nothing were ever found. Now she did have a former partner who she had a really violent past with. And the police did run them down and check up on their alibi. And he was he came out clean as far as they were concerned.
1: No, this was this total stranger thing. Yeah. She's had no connection to him at all.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty much what we know. Now I will say that two years ago, no, in 2017, four years ago, her children made a public statement and it's the first time that they have. Mm. I mean, they were little, you know, when their mom died Mm. and they made a public statement and basically said that we don't feel like the police have done anything. We don't even know who to talk to at the police department anymore. Nobody will tell us anything. We really don't think we think that because she was a prostitute, they just didn't care. And unfortunately, Victoria has a history of murdered prostitutes whose cases go unsolved and
1: you know like it's like, not a surprise else, yeah like everywhere else yeah
0: so since then since they've kind of made some noise and leaned in a little bit now it looks like the Victoria Police Department is putting a little more light on that case and several others so anyway good on them for you know as adults going you know what we want some answers about our mom's death we want to understand what happened and. We want whoever did this to come to justice. But, you know, as it is, they have absolutely no leads whatsoever. So that's where it sits. So, Christy, I want to take a quick break. And when we come back, I would like you to read this case for us and give us an idea of what you believe happened to Samantha and who killed her. Okay. Life is complicated. The last year has been so hard on sensitive people, so many uncertainties, and so much heavy energy to wade through. People are working on jobs and relationships, energy work, self-development, and health. So why call me? Because my clients are my family, when you invite me onto your team, I will do all that I can to help you shift from a place of surviving to a place of thriving. I can help you shift from uncertainty, stress, fear, lack, into a place of joy, peace, clarity, and abundance. Give me a call. Katie Weaver, Professional Psychic Advisor, over at 12listen.com. All righty, and we are back. This is True Crime Paranormal, and of course we are talking about the case of Samantha Mizzi. This was a woman who was murdered in Victoria, Australia, in 1994. So, Christy, after uh, the evidence presented and uh, getting a feel for Samantha, what do you
1: believe happened to her? This um, was a completely unplanned murder by a John who she angered. She said something that he did not like. Wasn't as submissive as she, he wanted her to be. And he just popped off and killed her. There was no plan. There was no intent. He had no history with her. No knowledge of her at all. He killed her. And then he just took her stuff to cover his ass, basically. And left. The only thing that I see that could link him, other than DNA, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Because there should be some, and that was
0: one of the questions that her kids had. Where did they gather DNA from her body? She was uh, brutally sexually assaulted,
1: right? You know, and so
0: there was that. That is one of the questions that her kids have had: is is there DNA
1: evidence? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't
0: seem to have been answered.
1: I think there should be, but I don't feel like it was collected um, as thoroughly as it could have been. He was driving. I have no idea. To say the make and model of this name of this car, but it was an old white convertible that was really, really long. Like the kind that has fins on the sides. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's a Cadillac or what that is. I'm not sure, make-wise.
0: I don't know. And in Australia, it might have been something a little different, too. Yeah, I
1: don't know. It just sort of looked like a car like that, but it was an old white convertible with fins. And he, um, I don't, I feel like the attack actually started in the car and then he drug her out of the car and that's when he Mm -hmm. killed her. So I don't, I don't feel like there's actually like blood evidence or anything in the car. Yeah. But finding that car, I don't know. I mean, it's been a really long time, but that is one thing that I see. Mm Mm-hmm. That um, hasn't been mentioned probably because they they don't know because don't know. literally it was a com- total stranger just drove away and left her there. Right. Um, but that car, that car just seems significant because it seems like it would stand out. Like to see a car like that here, I would be very surprised to see a car like that here. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not a it's not a car you would see often. Yeah. Yeah. Something else about him is that he has very piercing blue eyes, like really, really bright blue. I don't feel like he was like a serial killer or had done this before or would do it again kind of thing. I feel like he was a guy with major anger problems and she just touched that live wire and he just exploded. Um, I feel like he's worked to control that since because Mm -hmm. that was, it was not his intention, I guess. It just all happened really fast.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, because he has no connection to her at all. Yeah. I I mean, I honestly don't feel like they're going to find him. No. Which I think sucks for her kids. I'm sorry to say that. But I don't feel like they will. But yeah. that car, car just keeps standing out to me. That he was driving a really unique car.
0: Well, and it's possible that he had friends and family at the time that maybe knew that he picked up prostitutes or that he,
1: you right, know, mm-hmm.
0: you know, was running around with a certain kind of crowd. So it is. I think it is a good clue.
1: Mm-hmm. It's something. It's it's yeah. anything. I mean, at this point, I don't think they have anything. So, you know, no. not that Australian um, <laughs> authorities are regularly watching True Crime Paranormal. Yeah, However, if they were.
0: This is one of those cases we want to put a spotlight on, right? Yeah. You know, and so we shared if their video, video.
1: Look for that yeah. car. And I know I'm a psychic saying it. However, no harm in looking, right? No. I don't know. That car, just, that's just the thing that, my like, God, is there anything? That's the thing. Okay. Well. Thank you.
0: That's a great read. That's a great read. So for the sake of our kids, I hope that something does come forward, you know, yeah. and that their renewed attention to this case and others will really help to solve some cold cases in their area. I, I'm excited to see them using media in such a, a powerful way, you know, to really um, yeah.
1: further some
0: looks and and we'll definitely do more of their cases as we go too. it's 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 super smart
1: especially older cases that they're trying to get some attention on you know because there's so many cold cases that it's Mm -hmm. hard to keep the attention on them so yeah yeah Yeah. i agree it's great for sure
0: well guys this is our first case of the week so we'll be back tomorrow with our group case and then christy will present her case on wednesday Mm -hmm. we'll have live case updates on wednesday night some movement in the Vallow case that we'll be talking about and other mm. stuff. You know how it goes. And then Thursday night, the psychic hour. So we have lots more radio and uh, video to come here this week. And also, as of Sunday night, when we're recording this, we're only about 200 downloads away from hitting that coveted 100,000 downloads over on our podcast. So we're yes. just this close to a bit of celebration.
1: I've refreshed the page. I don't know, a million times today. Probably <laughs> watching it creep so up. And,
0: close. We want to see it tick over.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that is, oh, you guys, that's huge.
0: It is. It's really, really good news for us. So anyway, couldn't do it without all of you. So thank you so much for all of your support. Yeah. And you know, it's true. We're True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Go see us on com. You can join mm-hmm. our Patreon. You can take a look at our merch. You can send us a case. Yeah. You can join us over on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group. Just go to our website. It's all there. And you can come be a part of our community. Absolutely. We'd love to have you. Yep. All righty. Well, that'll do it. You guys have a great day, whatever time or night, whatever time of day or night it is for you. But thanks for being here. This is True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care.
1: Bye, guys.